On today's edition of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast, we're going to take a look at the new coaching staff of the Sun Devils football roster and talk about which of the guys we're most excited for. Let's go ahead and hop into it right now. Our Locked on Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Locked On Sun Devils podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Richie Bradshaw, and I will be your guide for everything Arizona State Sun Devils. As always, thank you guys for tuning in. Wherever you're hitting your podcast, hit like and subscribe and turn on those notifications so you get an update whenever we post new content and stay in touch with that content by following me on Twitter at RichieBrads36 and the podcast as well at LO underscore Sun Devils. Let's go ahead and just hop right into this conversation. So today we're going to be taking a look at the brand new coaching staff that the Sun Devils have. More specifically, we're going to be looking at the assistant coaches that the team has. So not Kenny Dillingham, not even so much the offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, although there is one little uh, exception to that. But we're going to be looking at all the assistant coaches. So Rashad Sample, Sean Aguano, uh, Saga T- uh, Tutelli, AJ Cooper, Brian Carrington, Vince Amy, and, J- and Jason Mons looking at their potential impacts for the team. I have three guys who I am most interested to look at. But I do have one honorable mention that I want to throw out there. Actually, you know what? I have I have two honorable mentions. I want to throw Sean Aguano out there because obviously Coach Aguano was one of the guys who had taken over for the Sun Devils last year as the interim head coach and took on a very, very massive responsibility with the team. Can't understate that. It's a brand new running back room for him now with Daniel Legata and Xavier Valade both gone for different reasons. Incoming are Cameron Scadabo and Carlos Brooks, and Tevin White is returning for his second season. It'll be interesting to see what he can do with all that talent. It'll be equally as interesting to see what his overall role is with the team, considering the experience that he had last year as the interim head coach. So obviously he's not the assistant head coach or anything. That would be Coach Charlie Raggle, but... It'll still be interesting to see, you know, what all what all Coach Aguano is going to be doing for the team outside of his spot as the running backs coach. The other guy I wanted to highlight was Coach Brian Carrington, the cornerbacks coach. I I highlight him because Arizona State has some really intriguing talent at the quarterback corner back position, including of course Roe Torrance, who looks to be one of the bright young stars on the defensive side of the football. Ed Woods will be another guy that will be very interested to see how he takes that next step forward. And then lots of young depth behind them as well. So those are my two honorable mentions. Let's go ahead and hop into my top three guys to look at. Number three, Jason Mons. Mons is a coaching legend in the state of Arizona. Um, dude was a very, very highly touted hire for Arizona State when they brought him on to be the tight ends coach. And now I'm looking at him and I am very, very curious and very, very excited to see what he's going to be able to do with this tight end group. Uh, Coming from Saguaro, they obviously had a lot of 
great success as a high school program. I believe they won some state championships with him. But now he's going to be working with the tight end group at Arizona State. And the tight end position hasn't really been very vital to the team in recent years. But that is obviously going to be changing this year as it changed in the second half of last season with the emergence of Jalen Conyers, but also Messiah Swenson is back. Jason Mons is now going to be working with them. There's a lot of hype built up around them. Jalen Conyers absolutely dominated the second half of the season for Arizona State last year. It started with his three-touchdown performance against Colorado, and it continued for the remainder of the year when he was continually one of the more reliable reliable pieces of that Sun Devils offense. He's now going to be working with Coach Mons, who's aware of how talented he is, and they're going to want to get him incorporated into the offense early and often in the season, make him an integral facet of that of that offense, and we'll see what we're able to get out of him. You know, I I don't want to freak out or anything, but I find it hard to not think that he can't in 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 a in an offense that could use use him to his full capabilities. This feels like a guy who could contend for the John Mackey Award, the best tight end in the country. Obviously, there'll be some stiff competition, namely Brock Bowers over at Georgia, who just won it this year and is looking like a borderline generational tight end. But Jalen Conyers, at a minimum, will open up the year or should open up the year on a preseason watch list for the award. And it'll be interesting to see what he's going to be able to do for the entirety of the year under Jason Mons. I am equally excited to see what Messiah Swenson can do because Swenson looks like he can also be a really key component of this offense. And for lack of a better term and a little bit lazy, a very big portion of this offense as a six foot eight tight end who looks like a power forward running out there. I think that there is a lot of potential to turn Messiah Swenson into this big red zone target and see him catch four or five or 20 touchdowns. I don't know. I think that Messiah Swenson could find himself a really important role as well. And I'd be very interested to see if coach Dillingham and the rest of the offense would be willing to get these tight ends involved in more ways than one, maybe do some two tight ends, uh, two, two tight end formations, maybe split some of these guys out wide. I don't know. Like I am interested to see how they want to incorporate these guys, but obviously it starts with Jason Mons and seeing what he's going to be able to unlock for these guys. The potential that they have is certainly there for them to become borderline household names for the program. But, you know, more importantly than anything else, just find a way to incorporate them, turn them into consistent playmakers for the teams. And he is one of the first guys that I'll be interested in seeing moving forward. I'm really excited about our new sports betting partner with Locked On. They're the number one sports book in America. It's FanDuel. If you're new to FanDuel, it's even better. They have so many great features that makes betting on sports fun and easy. Download FanDuel now so you can bet Super Bowl 57 with a no-sweat first bet. You'll get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. FanDuel lets you bet on everything from the money line to point spreads to who will score a touchdown. There's tons of different bets right now and same-game parlays for Super Bowl 57. The FanDuel Sportsbook app is safe, secure, and super easy to use. And best of all, you can get paid for your winnings instantly. 
So join FanDuel today at FanDuel.com slash locked on to claim your no sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Make sure that you guys are checking out the locked on or excuse me, the Locked On College Basketball Podcast as your second listen of the day. Everything you need to know about college basketball in one place, hear from big-name experts, insiders, coaches, and players. Locked On College Basketball available on YouTube and wherever you're getting your podcasts. Let's hop back into the next coach that I want to take a look at. And this is where my little caveat was made towards the beginning of the podcast. I said I didn't want to talk about coordinators, but unfortunately, or not unfortunately, there is a coordinator for us who is also going to be a positional coach, and that is Bo Baldwin. The listed offensive coordinator is also going to be the quarterback's coach. So naturally, I'm going to be very interested to see what he's going to do. In case you've been under a rock, there's a lot of quarterback competition for the Arizona State Sun Devils right now. They have brought in Drew Pine via the transfer portal, and they have brought in Jaden Rashada as a four-star quarterback recruit. They also have Trenton Bourget returning from the program. Oh, and they have, oh my goodness, Jacob Conover returning as well, or not returning, transferring as well with Drew Pine. There's four quarterbacks in that room right now that make a lot of sense for the team to potentially start. There's going to be some other competition as well. Um, overall, looking at this quarterback room, it's hard to not get really excited with the potential and with the future here. It's not that I look at any of these guys and I see like a Heisman Trophy winner, but I do look at these guys and I could potentially see the future of the program. This is especially true with Jaden Rashada coming in as a true freshman for the team. There's definitely potential for Rashada to turn into this terrific player and become one of the best Sun Devil quarterbacks that the program has ever had. We'll get there. But I also look at Drew Pine, who I could see as a guy who could start in year one while you get Rashada ready to eventually take over and get you enough wins to be competitive. He was a very competent quarterback with the Notre Dame Fighting Irish a year ago. This this was a Notre Dame team that started off the year 0-2 with a loss to Marshall in South Bend. They were able to turn that around and finish the year ranked. They finished the year hot. They were a very good football team, and Drew Pine was one of the catalysts for that. Then I look at the guys that are staying right now. Trenton Bourget is back for Arizona State. The team was completely rejuvenated when Bourget had taken over as the starting quarterback for the team. If, if he's able to get great coaching... I don't see a reason why he can't have a great senior season and go out with one of the finer seasons that Arizona State has had. Those are the three guys that I'm mainly looking at right now. Obviously, there's plenty of other guys to look at as well. But between those three guys, there's a lot of potential here for Coach Baldwin to take a look at, seize the opportunity, and get the most out of these guys. They all bring something unique to the table. And they all could potentially have really, really good seasons in their in their first years or final year at Arizona State. Bo Baldwin is definitely one of the guys who I'm going to be paying attention to the most 
during spring practice, during training camp, and getting ready as the season rolls around. What he's going to do with these quarterbacks is going to be pivotal for the entirety of the 2023 season and potentially beyond because we're going to be looking at who he's working with in terms of you know what to expect for the future of the team. If he does end up rolling with a young guy like Rashada, it's going to be pivotal to see how everything flows together so that we can see the future outlook of the program. If he goes with Borgay, then we'll be seeing how how the team is going to roll into this year. See the footprint that he's going to leave on this team. The blueprint that he's going to have for how he wants his quarterbacks to succeed. And then translate that moving forward. If he goes with Drew Pine, then we'll be interested to see how quickly a transfer quarterback can adjust to a new offense and a new scheme. We'll see how that impacts transfers moving forward because if Drew Pine transfers, starts, and has a good year, that's going to impact the future of this team moving forward from the transfer portal. This is a team that brought in 25 transfers. This is this is potentially a huge stepping stone for the program to be able to take that next step. All in all, when I look at Coach Baldwin, obviously him as the offensive coordinator is a big deal. But looking at him at a more individual uh, aspect here, looking at him as a quarterback's coach rather than anything else, there's a lot of talent for him to work with. And there's a lot of intriguing upside here for him to potentially seize, get the most out of, and turn into something special. So we'll see what we end up getting right now out of the offense. We'll see what ends up coming on down the road for the team. But looking at the quarterback specifically, that's going to be one of the positions that I am most interested to look at. It's one of the positions that I know a lot of people will be most interested to look at. And it'll be it'll be pivotal to see, like I said, the kind of footprint that Coach Baldwin is going to leave at the quarterback position. One more time, thank you guys for checking us out. Make sure you check out the Locked On College Basketball podcast for everything you need to know about college basketball in one place. Hear from big-name experts, insiders, coaches, and players on Locked On College Basketball, available on YouTube and wherever you're getting your podcasts. The number one assistant coach that I'm going to be looking at, Rashad Samples. Coach Samples is going to be the wide receiver coach. He does have a little bit of NFL experience as he was with the Los Angeles lot. Goodness gracious. Los Angeles Rams this past season. He's coming to Arizona state. He's going to be working with the wide receivers. Once again, there is similar to quarterback, some intriguing talent here, but there is proven talent at the wide receiver spot for Arizona state. I look at this wide receiver room and I see nothing but high upside potential here. You have Elijah Badger returning. He was nearly a thousand yard receiver. He was a little over a hundred yards shy, but I mean, he turned it on this year and he had some absolutely dominant performances for the Sun Devils. 
I am so excited to see what he's going to do in his third year with the team. I think that the sky is the limit for Elijah Badger to become a household name for the team if he's not one already. Giovanni Sanders really turned it on as the team slot receiver. I think that there's no reason that Sanders can't continue to progress. I look at the rest of the locker room. Andre Johnson, Chad Johnson Jr. are returning. They'll be interesting additions. You have some transfers coming in. Jake Smith, Mel Constaval, Troy O'Mare. There are tons of talents that are coming in via the transfer portal as well that are going to factor into this equation. When I look at the wide receiver room, there are so many high upside players here. And there's a handful of guys who are already proven studs. You look at the potential that they have and you can't help but feel like this can't be, you can't help but feel like this could be an elite wide receiver room. And that's going to help out the quarterbacks. That's going to help out the offense as a whole in making everything run smoothly when you have so many good pieces. The Sun Devils are not strangers to having good receivers. They've had two first-round receivers in the last five years. They've put in several receivers into the NFL. They have had lots of great talent throughout the history of the program. So it's not a stranger to this to this program to have good wide receiver play. Now you're bringing in a guy who's young and up and coming in coach samples, and you have the talent that's already in the room, and you have Kenny Dillingham, and you have Bo Baldwin as the offensive minds to help get this offense to the next stage and it needs to get to. It's hard not to be excited about these wide receivers right now. And it's hard to not look at the wide receiver room and not think that the sky is the limit. I look at what Coach Samples has the potential to do right now. And I think that he could potentially get you some all-conference players. I think he's got that upside to get you some of the best receivers that the country isn't talking about. I won't go as far as to say he can turn any of these guys into like NFL players or first round picks or all Americans or anything like that. I will hold myself back there, but it's hard not to think that he can't get a guy like Elijah Badger to that point. There's a lot to work with. He'll be one of the guys that I am paying attention to the absolute most right now to see what's in store for this program, to see what's in store for this position. Coach Samples definitely at the top of my list. I look at the coaching staff as a whole, though, and I think there's a lot of potential here for the Sun Devils to get a lot of high-quality play across the board. And again, you have so many guys that have Arizona ties that will be able to help recruiting and everything. One of the other guys I didn't mention, but I am definitely interested in him, is coach Vince Amy, the defensive line coach, former Arizona State product, and had some experience with Charlie Raggle up at Idaho State. I'll be interested to see what he can do with a revamped unit on the defensive line, and now that he's back in a place that he calls home.
Those are the assistant coaches I'm most interested in looking at. And that's going to wrap up this edition of the Locked On Sun Levels. Thank you guys, as always, for tuning in. Wherever you're getting your podcast, hit like and subscribe. Turn on notifications. Stay in touch with all our content by following me on Twitter at richiebrads 36 and the podcast at LO underscore Sun Levels. Till next time, you keep it locked right here on Locked On Sun Levels.